0: I'm TOF. Once again, he's Harland, and this is Armchair Radio. Welcome to Armchair Radio, your best source for sports news, fantasy tips, and more. I'm Toph. Unfortunately, Greg could not be with us again today. Instead, I'm joined by The Gambler. No, not Kenny Rogers. Kenny would have fainted at this man's prowess. Please welcome back Harlan McKenzie.
1: Oh man, thanks for having me back. Uh, yeah, The Gambler would be what I tried to do. And, like, we'll, we'll talk about that. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. <laughs> I, think,
0: I think we will. We'll get into the details later, but I'm just going to say this about it first. I think with what you did this past week, you might have stolen away the gambler's nickname. (laughs) Should should Kenny Rogers, you know, the dearly departed, because he's passed, if he was still alive today, he would probably relinquish his nickname to you.
1: Yeah. When the Steelers game came when I was like, why did I pick them again? Like... (laughs) 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 <laughs> and you know what for a quarter I was like maybe I'm a genius and then I was like no I'm not a genius <laughs> there's no
2: genius
0: to- <laughs> well well, we won't beat up on you too much yet we'll talk oh, about no, that no. later
1: feel free <laughs> that's why for- I wanted to come back on definitely be like yeah I gotta take a little humble pie <laughs> <laughs>
0: alright well before we do that let's jump into this past weekend's matchups so the festivities kicked off between the Raiders and Bengals. Mm. The Bengals hold on at home to win a close one against Derek Carr and the Raiders. This was Joe Burrow's first playoff win and the Bengals' first in 31 years.
1: They looked good. I man, they look good. I'm, not, I'm not, I can't, not, I can't say anything bad about them. Jamar Chase looked good. Joe Burrow looked like a seasoned vet, and I did not see this in Joe Burrow ever. Even in his college, his colleges, I never saw this. This 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 Joe Burrow is good. I mean, he
0: put up some pretty good performances in the regular season. Everybody was just waiting to see if he would translate to the playoffs. Yes. Yep. And it it did.
1: (laughs) In a big way. In a big way yeah um, and that's what you wanted to really translate to, right they they're they're uh, they got nah, I'm not gonna say got like they're the best team in their division. um the Ravens had that pro- had problems this year. so and being that they're usually in a tough division, they're always they're battle tested, but Cincinnati's had a problem going into playoffs, but they knocked that one out. The
0: Patriots versus Bills. The late game was the antithesis of the earlier one, as the Bills put up nearly 50 on the Patriots at home.
1: You know I almost picked the uh, Patriots. I I do. (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering if you were going to bring that up. Yes, I almost teetered on picking them, and then I said, no, Holland, don't be stupid. (laughs) Don't be stupid. They they're not good. That's the I just try to pick them like the bills because they are a much better team than the Patriots. And it absolutely showed. And I, I knew it was Bill Belichick wasn't going to be enough because that's what I would if you pick the Patriots, you're picking Bill Belichick. That's why you're picking That's them. right. You're assume, for sure. You're assuming that he's going to outscheme the other coach, take away their best weapon, so you're betting on him. And when I realized that I was just betting on him, I said, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> they just not, they're not good.
0: Well, I don't know if you know this, but the effort by the Bills was the NFL's first ever perfect offensive game. Did you know that? No. Let me explain. What that means is there were no punts, no picks— no fumbles lost, and no field goals. A touchdown scored on every drive until the kneel downs, and they did all of that against a top five defense. So that's literally what makes up a perfect NFL offensive game. Wow! And it's never happened before. Never,
1: never. So I, I, I'm, a, I'm a Giants fan. I go, it goes. I go way back, right? I, way back in 2000, the Giants played the vikings in the nfc championship game and beat them 44 to 0. I right? I remember that game. Um cuz it was uh they thought the Vikings were going to win. It was a Moss team. Uh Randy Moss and uh, what's his name? Carter was on that team and they dominated. I think they went 15 and 1 that year and the Giants beat them 44. That was the best performance I'd ever seen a team put up. If that wasn't a perfect game, the, <laughs> so uh that's that's very impressive. No punts, no field goals, no turnovers. That's insane. Yes it is.
0: And here's a couple other notes from that game. Apparently, Bart Scott, who I think plays for the Jets, I think, played. Yes. Oh, the Viagra. <laughs> yes. Advised Josh Allen to take Viagra to combat the cold weather.
1: Yes, I, I was I was lo- looking at up, and he was like, "No, I'm, I'm I'm being serious." And there were medical journals that had been posted that said taking erection medicine could actually uh, keep blood flowing to your extremities your toes and your fingers so apparently it was based on medical fact
0: (laughs) yeah i actually took viagra before recording tonight
1: oh oh man uh it was is it that cold or you got things planned afterwards
0: i just want to be sure i was ready i (laughs) want to be in tip-top shape for our our recording tonight
1: oh (laughs) it's a good one i should i should have thought about that my peak physical prowess
0: I'd like to report, Harland, I'm ready. <laughs> oh, no.
1: <laughs> oh, but it's good. It's good. Peak physical performance. You got to get there for everything. That's right. For all aspects of your life, including recording. Especially
0: <laughs> this show. I'm, I'm doing it for the listener. <laughs> the listener.
1: <laughs> That's awesome.
0: Also in this game, maybe you saw this: a fan throws a sex toy on the field during the Bills' blot win over the Patriots. Oh. It appears, it actually appears in the end zone after Kendrick Bourne scores uh, his touchdown for the Patriots.
1: I, I did not see that. Um. <laughs> yeah, you, you can look. You can look it up. And there's video. Oh no, that's a uh, man. He, he, he snuck that in the whole time. And waited for that long for them to get it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was wondering. <laughs> <laughs> ready for just the right moment cuz if they they only scored one touchdown right yes so it, he almost had to just lack of a better term sit on it for the entire game <laughs>
0: <laughs> well and and he had to he had to get lucky enough that it was scored in, in his, on that his end zone, zone. Yes. yeah cuz he was sitting near the end zone cuz it, it, just a little a little rubber dong hits the, <laughs> the end zone yeah
1: oh, oh that's awesome
0: Yep, I agree. <laughs> All right, on to Sunday's contest as the Bucks easily dispatch the Eagles at home by a score of 31-15. I don't really think there's any reason to talk about that.
1: No, except it's always good to watch the Eagles stink. Always, yes, it is. Always good to watch the Eagles stink. Uh, I, I, how do you feel about Jalen Hurts? I think he's not very good.
0: I don't think it is either. I, I I give that coaching staff a ton of credit for adjusting their game plan for the season to that you know for it to result in ten wins and a spot in the playoffs. But if they didn't have expanded playoffs this year, the Eagles wouldn't have been there. You and I talked about that last yes. week.
1: Yes, and they. The thing about it is that team could run the ball for years, right? Like people talk about Miles Sanders for his career. I think he averages over five yards a carry like for his career. But yet he only averages, I think, like t- less than 10 carries, 12 carries a game. Like you, someone that good with an offensive line that can actually move. It's amazing. It took them so long to realize that they should transition to being a running team. But once they did, it, they it, it took off. But I'm not sold on Hurts in the slightest.
0: No, no. And if they're sold on Hurts, then good for them. I'm yeah. glad.
1: <laughs> so so am I. Yes.
0: As fans of another team in that division, uh, I, I hope that they're very sold on Jalen Hurts as their quarterback.
1: <laughs> yep. I, I wouldn't mind, well, seeing him for a little bit. Man, there was, uh, go, talking about the past, I remember when the Washington football team, they had rg3 his rookie year i remember saying to my friends oh my god i have to deal with this guy for the next 20 years because i just knew that first season he embarrassed everyone he played against and I, as a giants fan i said i don't want to see this guy for 20 years luckily for me um mike Sh- shanahan knows how to ruin a player and i don't have to worry about that <laughs> <laughs> that's right Mhm. <laughs>
0: As expected, or at least by myself and Greg, the Cowboys embarrass themselves and lose at home to the 49ers. And we get to see some familiar hits. For example, Cedric Wilson ducked out of the way of a third down pass because of the glare from the sun coming through the stadium. Yeah. The Cowboys' own punter hit Jerry's giant scoreboard. (laughs) They had 14 penalties. That's a penalty on one out of every five plays during the game. And a new low... Going into the game, the equipment team misspelled Leighton Van Esch's name on his own jersey. <laughs> At home.
1: Mm. At home. That's a rough one.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, they lose to the 49ers in a game that was, in my opinion, well, if you watch the game, it wasn't as close as even the score indicated. It's not. The, the Cowboys are now 4-11 and in playoff games since 1995. That's 27 years of postseason futility, and 21 of those years had Troy Aikman, Tony Romo, and Dak Prescott at quarterback.
1: Yes, yes. And so I started thinking about this the other day after I got off the, um, the call The call with you. We did the show last week. Did you and the other Cowboys fan take the 49ers so that you, if you lost and you didn't pick the right pick, you'd be happy because your team won? <laughs> if you did but they lost, but you picked the other team, so you get a win. I was like, that was a smart move. You win <laughs> you win regardless. Well Or did you truly think that the Cowboys weren't good enough to beat the uh the 49ers?
0: What you're asking is did we did we use the classic hedge? Hedge your bet, Yep. <laughs> but I have to tell you, and I can't speak for Greg, but I'll only speculate. I don't think either one of us really thought that they were going to beat the 49ers. Hmm. Just, just because, I mean, we, we've watched them, like, like I just said, 27 years yeah. and a 4-11 record in the playoffs. I, I think we've seen so many ridiculous, either either failing to get to the playoffs or one-and-dones that I, I, I think the 49ers were a bad matchup for them. Yes. And it, it, wasn't, it wasn't a matter of, of whether or not they were going to lose, it was what ridiculous thing was going to happen at the end of the game. You and, got, and we had one.
1: He got and we ridiculous. He got ridiculous, yeah.
0: Well, it, this isn't the reason they lost, no matter what any diehard fans want to say. No. But, you know, Dak, Dak runs that quarterback draw, holds on to the ball for way too long, slides late, and then instead of tossing the ball to the ref... He gives us the center to place the ball, and the ref still has to run in, and then they run out of time, and the game's over. Yeah, like it's just it's just comical.
1: Yeah, it, it is. It is, and it, it goes down as as another one of, like you said, the many playoff games that have ended in in crazy fashions to where we still remember them. Whether it's uh, the Des Bryant catch, not a catch, which was a right. catch. Whether it was Tony Romo botching the hold of the snap in the playoffs, that's right. Um, they they find a way. Oh man, there's also T- uh, T.O. Crying, crying. That's my quarterback. That didn't end weird. <laughs> that was. That, that's just. A, I have to remember that one because against my uh-huh. giant, my Giants won. So I uh, that one is uh, right on the top of my heart. Right there. <laughs>
0: The day ended with a whimper as the Chiefs send Big Ben into retirement by doubling him up forty-two to twenty-one in Kansas City. That game was never even close. Uh, uh,
1: uh, it goes close to the first quarter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait, wait, but in the first quarter, each team had saw six possessions. It was like each team had had the ball six times or five to six times. In the first quarter and the score was seven to zero pittsburgh i think at the end at the end of the first quarter so you gotta admit like i'm sitting there watching that game knowing i made a stupid pick right (laughs) and i'm sitting there (laughs) watching like Oh God, I got a change. You telling me that Mahomes has had the ball four or five times already, and this is it? Now they'd move the ball up on them because they had already had in that first quarter, they had already had a pick in the in the red zone, um, Pittsburgh, and then they had that fumble return for a touchdown. That was their only score when I um, had seen it. Um, so I said, yes, my pick is good, maybe. And it wasn't. They then I, I actually cut the game off in the second quarter on third and 20, that pass to Kelsey for a touchdown. I said, oh, this game's over, and I cut it off. <laughs> I didn't need to see any more.
0: Yeah. Well, another game that um, that was supposed to be close but wasn't, and that was the last game of the weekend, Monday night, Cardinals versus Rams. Heading into this game, Coach Bro predicted that Kyler Murray would have the best game of his career.
1: Yeah, that's not, that's not what happened.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not. No. Or as I like to say, that's not the most right he's ever been. <laughs> yes.
1: Uh, yeah. I, I read that Aaron Donald said, yeah, they just had him, uh, Kyler rattled. He just didn't feel uh, safe back there in the pocket. But can you feel safe in the pocket with Aaron Donald coming after you? No, no one should. You've got. There's got to be some kind of crazy to you to feel comfortable, and I think that's where Brady excels. He's got a little crazy to him, and so he. But yeah, no. I, I watched the uh, highlights of Aaron Donald earlier today, and the man is just ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I agree. Next. All right, Harland. How about some news? Let's go. All right, outside the NFL, Todd Graham resigns as the football coach for Hawaii amid controversy, and this is after 14 players, including his own son, entered the transfer portal. Oh, (laughs) not your own son. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Off the field in the NFL, the Daily Beast is reporting that Deshaun Watson is possibly offering $100,000 each to each of his 22 accusers. We'll see how that plays out. Cleveland Browns defensive tackle Malik McDowell is already enjoying his offseason as he was arrested in Florida on charges of public exposure, resisting arrest with violence, and battery on a law enforcement officer.
1: Wait, wait, wait. I don't need to notice, but public indecent exposure? Hopefully he was then fighting the police with uh, his stuff still in his pants. Uh, hopefully <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he at least put away before he decided to resist arrest.
0: Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. So, so hopefully the, the public exposure and then the resisting arrest with violence were two, two distinctly
1: different acts. <laughs> yes, right? not occurring at the same time. <laughs>
0: yeah, I hope so too, for his sake. The 2022 NFL regular season had its highest average TV rating since 2015. I guess good news for the NFL. The NFL is not moving the Super Bowl from SoFi Stadium amid the COVID-19 surge. Colts GM Chris Ballard will not commit to Carson Wentz for 2022. I can't say I blame him for that.
1: Hey, that's rough.
0: (laughs) After several comments saying the exact opposite, Russell Wilson says he wants to explore his options in the offseason. Of course. He has said repeatedly that he hopes that, in fact, uh, we had a story sometime in the last couple weeks of him saying he, his goal was to win more Super Bowls in Seattle. And then this week, he wants to explore his options in the offseason.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on over there in Seattle. They should be, I don't know. Maybe, I, I have no clue what's going on over there. Maybe, is it, Pete, is it Pete Carroll? I don't think so. Pete Carroll's been there a long time, and
0: you would have had a, a mass exodus of players a long time ago if it was him.
1: But they kind of have. This is this team that we, we look at this, this, uh... This new C- uh, Seahawks team is different in every way, and they have not had the, ter- the the kept the talent on that team, offense and defense.
0: Well, I guess what I'm saying is is that it wasn't like there was a season or two where everybody that wanted to leave left. I mean it's it's been kind of a it's been eroding over time.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Okay, and more GM and head coaching updates. Mike Mayock is out as Raiders GM after three seasons. Wow, yeah, this happened actually right after you and I were done with the show last week. But the Giants fire Joe Judge after two seasons.
1: Yeah, yeah, we 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 stink again. again. (laughs) Yeah,
0: and uh, you you and I exchanged texts about this, but Mara says he's never been more embarrassed by the state of the Giants.
1: Yeah, I've had had conversations with friends about that. Uh, It's. Somebody said it's an organization problem. I think it's more of the fact that they have not had a really good hire since, let's say Jerry Reese at general manager, right? In general, in Jerry Reese, he was Ernie Acorsi's um, protege. So yeah, I think Ernie Acorsi made all the personnel moves that set him up for two Super Bowls. And then after that, we just haven't had the player personnel to compete in the league and it shows and it's just been downhill from there. Um, and I, as a person who follows the Giants, I think the Giants have finally gone through all the A's in the phone book for their G- GM search because they, I think they're interviewing everyone under the sun and they might have just finished the A's. So,
0: The Houston Texans fired head coach David Culley after just one year on the job. And so after last week, that makes seven teams or nearly one quarter of the league with a head coaching change in the offseason and five are changing GMs. And, and I mean, there may be more to come, but so 25% of the clubs in the NFL are looking for a new head coach.
1: Yeah, it's going to be, I don't know where it's going to come from. Is it a carousel of reuse coaches? Are we getting a bunch of college coaches this time around? Um, there's, of course, there's some out there that's still, that's still available. Brian Flores being top dog, I'm guessing, um, but where we're gonna get where where are these these vacancies gonna be filled? That's what I think is interesting to me. Are they gonna pull from college or are they gonna pull from the NFL? Um, the college college thing has had some mixed success. You look at Matt Rule in in um, uh, Carolina; his record was the same as Joe Judge. Uh, so, but then you look at Cliff Kingsbury in Arizona, right? So, it just depends. I don't I don't, I don't know if the the, the college experience experiment is going to work now if they are pulling one person it's going to be hardball from michigan if he chooses to come but besides that i don't know who else
0: boy it's a great time for him to re-enter the nfl isn't it
1: yes yes especially if if he can go to oakland which is what people are saying not oakland i'm sorry las vegas if he can go there that might be nice they have a good team
0: yeah good quarterback
1: yes Next!
0: All right, Harlan, are you ready to pick some games?
1: Yes. This time I'm going safe.
0: <laughs> I'm not, I'm not <laughs> lying. I'm not. I can't. I can't. I'm going to pick. <laughs> well, speaking of not going safe, let's take a very brief look at last week. <laughs> <laughs> so, Greg and I both went 6-0. We swept.
1: Congrats.
0: Then, because of the Dallas Cowboys, uh, Vlada went 5-1, and... The gambler, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you gotta know when to hold them. You gotta know. When to hold them.
0: Now, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give you a hard time. I'm just gonna give you deep respect because you picked the Raiders, Cowboys, Steelers, and Cardinals. Yes,
1: yes. <laughs> Raiders, Raiders. I still. Oh, that 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 inverted whistle. But that's okay. <laughs> that's I'm not gonna blame that. But. I still think I would have picked the Raiders pick, even secondary thinking the next day afterwards, that was still my pick.
0: Yeah, well, because of your gambling, you went two and four. But let's go ahead and move on to this next week and get a fresh start. Uh, Are you ready? Yes, I am. Okay, first matchup. Now, I'm going to give you this. You don't have to pick first if you don't want to. If you want to hear what the other people have picked... I'm happy to share that with you.
1: No. But th- no, I'm going first. I don't want to he- I don't want any of their any of their opinions persuading me. <laughs> <laughs> God, you are the best. Okay. First matchup, Bengals versus Titans. Bengals, I'm impressed. I've been impressed, but <laughs> oh, with <but> the Titans. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. No. I can't. The Bengals can't go all the way to the AFC Championship. Titans picking Titans, switching it. <laughs> They're not that good that fast. Titans. Are you taking the Titans? Taking the Titans.
0: Okay, cuz you almost were the only one <laughs> the only one to pick the, the Bengals. <laughs> oh boy. All right, 49ers go to Green Bay and play
1: the Packers. Ooh. Wait, for, they go to Green Bay 49, um, Green Bay.
0: Okay, uh, everyone else also picked the Packers. The Rams go across country and play Tom Brady and the Bucks.
1: I'm going Rams. Tom Brady, is, he's got to get old sometime. He, he looks old next game. Going Rams.
0: Okay, well, this was exactly split. Oh, no, I'm sorry, it wasn't. <laughs> okay, so so I'm taking a page out of your playbook because everyone took the Rams except for me.
1: Oh. Ooh, mm-hmm. ooh. I can't.
0: I can't bet against Brady, <laughs> especially at home. Yeah, and,
1: you, it, and it would be nice to see Brady and Rodgers go into that NFC Championship. But I'm going to say the Rams still.
0: Well, everyone else agrees with you. And the last matchup of the weekend, the Bills versus the Chiefs.
1: Bills. Bills okay, Mafia. Nice. Bills Mafia.
0: <laughs> well, you, me, and Vlado all took the Bills. Greg took the Chiefs.
1: Yeah. It's hard, it's hard to go against them too, man. Like, they just, they just. Oh, you give them opportunities, they're gonna score. It just, it just is what it is. Eventually, it's an inevitability with them.
0: Next. Well, speaking of Josh Allen and the Bills, how about a hypothetical, Harlan? Okay. Would you take ten million dollars to let Josh Allen throw a football at your face? Now, before you answer, I have some qualifications. Okay. He throws it directly at your face from ten yards away, at game speed. You can't do anything to prevent from being hit. You can't wear any protection of any kind, and you have to assume he's accurate and does actually hit you in the face.
1: Ten mil for facial reconstruction surgery. Yes, because at ten yards away, that what's the what's the distance of of the mound to first to home? Like ninety feet. I don't know. Eight, 10 yards, is, that's 30 feet away. That's not, right. that's,
2: <laughs> that's
1: not good. That's a broken face. Their fingers get broken when people try to catch those balls. If I have to sit there, I may die. You talk about nose jammed into the brain, I may die. It's, it's at yeah. that, if you tell me I get a chance to try to catch the ball, I'd say 10 mil. But without with my hands behind my back, I, I can't do that. I'm, oh, you're pet, pa- you're passing. I'm passing. On, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who's gonna take that pass to the face, you may not live.
0: Well, this was posted online, and many, many, many people. I don't know what the percentage breakdown was, but many people said, "Hit me in the face."
1: Oh man, they must. They they don't get it. Let me see the distance between from. Home Including Greg, by the way.
0: Greg said he would also take a football to the face.
1: <laughs> the distance between from the mound to the home is sixty feet. Oh my god, <laughs> sixty feet! And they sling that half. they sling that ball at hundred miles an hour. I am pretty sure that that heavier. It may not be heavier, but it's probably heavier. The the, the um the football and. Is it the cold? Uh, What weather are we doing? Are we doing Miami or are we doing Buffalo? Because Buffalo, it's really going to hurt. It's really, really going to (laughs) hurt. Yeah,
0: somebody else asked for that, and I said dealer's choice. So if you want it to be warm, it could be warm.
1: But I I don't want to take that hit. 30 feet away, he's just (laughs) launching it at me. Nah, not, yeah. nah, no, not on a rope. He doesn't have it's <laughs> 10 feet away. He doesn't even have to put any arc to it. No, P- anyone who thinks they're taking that is foolish. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll mark you down
0: as a no then. <laughs> no, $10 million for Harlan. Nah, nope, nope, <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Next. Okay, well, we just have one more thing before we go. Y- yes. And I'm very excited to say, now, he didn't call last week. He hasn't called in a couple weeks. But, Harland, we got another call in the hotline Ooh. from brand new friend of the show, Jim Rome. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And here it is.
2: What is up, Clones? I know you've been worried about my absence from Armchair Radio. But that's right. Van Smack, the pimp in the box is back so much has happened in the last few weeks but i'm not here to talk about the passing of the second greatest sportscaster in your lifetime nor am i here to talk about betty white noping her way out of 2022 faster than antonio brown and on the topic of antonio brown i am not going to discuss a certain toilet liquor influencer sliding into Brown's DMs and then into his hotel room, crushing the Bucks' COVID protocols. No. This is your friend Romy. And if you know anything about me, I stand for two things positivity and turtlenecks. <laughs> that is who I am. Positivity and turtlenecks. That is my brand. I have one simple take this week, and that is we need more games on Nickelodeon. I quite enjoyed that. <laughs> give them a game a week. Hitting the end zone with slime after every touchdown is a good move. Having SpongeBob eating kicks, epic. I think handing Nickelodeon the ball, so to speak, just makes sense. Nickelodeon certainly will give the game that respect... That it deserves far more than the two abominations that Vinnie Mac tried. I'm running short on time, so for now, this is Jim Rome. I'm out.
1: Okay, Man, thank you, Mr. Rome, for calling in. <laughs> yeah, sports,
0: <laughs> scorching hot sports opinions by Jim Rome. <laughs> 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 yeah, we always appreciate contributions from him. Now, I will say, I will tease for the listener. That he has sent us a message in advance that we're going to play in the episode before the Super Bowl.
1: Mm. So he's already you've already recorded. It. It's in the can.
0: Yes, he's already. He, well, he sent it to us and he said he said hold on to this for the Super Bowl. And so he has a special surprise for the listeners to get you to make sure you are ready for the Super Bowl. Can't wait. And yeah. So stay tuned for that. Bringing up Bart Scott again. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and Harlan, that's all we have for you and the listener today on this edition of Armchair Radio.
1: Thank you. was always great to be here.
0: And tune in next week for more Armchair Radio. Some brief credits before we go. Find us on Twitter by searching at Team Armchair. The number for the hotline is 405-785-0355. If you like the show, tell your friends, and please subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts. Armchair Radio is a proud member of the Podfix Network. For more information, go to podfixnetwork.com or search at Podfix on Twitter. Thank you to our friend Phil Rude for a custom logo. Until next time, I'm Toph, he's Harland, and this is Armchair Radio, a Gravity Beer production.
2: Peace.